the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 12. As the truth of the ecclesia of the heavenly company, the church, which was not known before, but was revealed to the apostle Shaul Paul in his days when he was caught up to a third heaven. But now, because of all the revelation that he received, we learn that not only did God honor him, but God also caused Paul to be humbled. He humbled Paul. And so verses 7 and 8 we read, Lest I should be exalted above measure, through the abundance of the revelation, there was given unto me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. So notice this, beloved brothers and sisters. The Apostle Paul received such revelation beyond a comprehension. So because of this, the Lord have allowed him to experience suffering. You see, sometimes believers suffer because of our own foolishness. But sometimes God allows us to suffer in order to build a godly character in our life. And that's what happened with Shaul Paul. This thorn in the flesh that he received, notice that he received it in order that lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelation there was given unto me a thorn in the flesh. Now you notice that he used the word in verse 7, lest I should be exalted above measure. So we know that when he said in verse 2, I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago, that man was him. In verse 7, he's saying, lest I should be exalted above measure, they were given to me a thorn in the flesh. So he received abundance of revelations. Abundance of revelations that Paul received information and revelation concerning the plan and the program of God. And in Acts 20, he used the expression, the whole counsel of God. And the whole counsel of God is in relationship to the church, to the heavenly company, to Israel, the earthly company, to the world, and God's dealing with the world. So lest I should be exalted above measure, Paul is saying, through the abundance of the revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh. Notice this expression, there was given to me, it was a gift. Now we don't look at challenges and maybe suffering the time as a gift from God, but there was given unto him, Paul is saying here. And notice a thorn in the flesh. That expression, a thorn, is almost like a peg in the flesh. And the flesh here does not necessarily mean the flesh that is upon the bones in our bodies, but the flesh can also mean the sin nature that we have. In other words, you see, Paul elsewhere said, for example, in Galatians 
chapter 5, verse 16, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In other words, that flesh in Galatians 5, 16, speak about the sin nature that we have. In verse 17 of Galatians 5, Paul continued to say, the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. So the believer's flesh is the old nature and the spirit is the new nature, the divine nature that we have. And there is a constant conflict between the flesh and the spirit. And therefore, beloved brothers and sisters, therefore the apostle Paul is saying that he received a thorn in the flesh, and notice that the messenger of Satan to buffet me or to blow me, lest I, notice that again, lest I should be exalted above measure. So again we learn that twice in verse 7, the I of verse 7, that is Paul, is the one that the man in Christ which he knew that was caught into the third heaven. So now the Lord had given him, there was given unto him a thorn in the flesh, lest he should be exalted above measure. Now what is that thorn in the flesh is presented by many, mentioning the fact that what is that thorn in the flesh? Beloved brothers and sisters, Sometimes God allows us to experience trials and suffering. He allowed even Satan to, uh, to attack God's people. And the purpose behind this, of course, is that the believers in the Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, will, be, will learn lessons and develop a godly character. You remember how... Satan said to God about Job. He said to him, you have taken care of Job, but he said, you have made a hedge around him. You made a hedge around his house. And he says, if you but put forth thine hand now and touch all that he has, and he will curse thee to thy face. Satan said, to God when he appeared as the angels appeared in Job 1 in the first chapter where we read what Satan said in verse 11 you put forth thine hand now and touch all that he hath and he will curse thee to the face in other words God allowed him he said to him the Lord said to Satan behold all that he has is in thy power only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. So in Job 1 and Job 2, beloved brothers and sisters, we learn of what God allowed Satan to do to Job. But Job eventually, he remained faithful and he did not curse God. And he developed in Job the godly character. Well, it's the same thing happened in the life of the apostle Shaul. Paul. And so sometimes, beloved brothers and sisters, God has to humble us. And here, God has humbled Paul by giving to him a thorn in the flesh. But notice, who, what was the thorn in the flesh? It was a messenger from Satan, or a messenger of Satan. That is a messenger of Satan. This is a, 
demon that was attacking Paul to buffet him, to blow him, lest he should be exalted above measure. Again, we can see the link between chapter 11 of 2 Corinthians and chapter 12, because in chapter 11, we also have heard from the apostle who says that which he said about the false prophets, the false apostles, and that Satan himself is transforming into an angel of light. And no wonder, he says, his ministers, his servants, his uh, demons, false angels, they transform themselves as uh, ministers of righteousness. They come to appear as servants of the Lord, as if they, they are using the false teachers. This is angels using fallen angels, using f- uh, false teachers to beguile God's people. And here we have a messenger of Satan that buffeting Paul on an ongoing basis. Lest, Paul says, lest I should be exalted above measure. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, the question often is being asked, you see, what is that messenger of Satan? Uh, who is he? And what is the thorn in the flesh? Some suggested that he had an eye problem. Some suggested that he has some infirmity in his walk, in Paul's walk, and so on. But it seemed to be that the word thorn the flesh here does not speak about some infirmity in the body, but the flesh here has a reference to that sin nature that Paul has, like you and I, and constantly this messenger of Satan attacking Paul or seeking to cause him to walk in the flesh, to pride himself, to exalt himself, to to walk, you might say, in the flesh, that he himself was warning the Galatians and others not to walk in the flesh, to walk in the spirit. And so it seemed to be that constantly the apostle Paul was under the attack of Satan and his messenger because Paul knew much. And that's why Paul, as a servant of the Lord, knew so much that wherever he preached the word of God, the Lord used him to lead many to come to know Yeshua the Messiah. You remember what the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, said to Hananiah about Paul. When Shaul, Paul, accepted Yeshua, he said to him, Go thy way, he said to Hananiah in Acts chapter 9, verse 15. For he is a chosen vessel, this is Shaul, he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him, verse 16, how great thing he must suffer for my name's sake. So beloved brothers and sisters, because of the many revelations that Shaul, Paul received from the glorified Messiah, uh, he is received now as a gift, we read here, there was given unto me a thorn in the flesh. 
that thorn in the flesh is much more than just a little thorn that you and I have in our toes or our feet when we walk on some ground. It's much more, it's like a peg that is uh, to constantly to buffet him. Notice that this thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, to buffet me, to blow me, to attack me, to harm me, to cause me to walk in the flesh and not to walk in the spirit, to exalt myself, to pride myself, and so on and so on. That is the thought that we have, beloved brothers and sisters. God allows Satan to afflict Paul like he did so when he allowed him to afflict Job, that is Job. Satan really buffeted. He's constantly... It's like giving him a punch. It's constantly attacking him. The Lord allowed a messenger of Satan to do so. But by doing so, Paul had to humble himself and to depend upon the grace of God. And that's why, notice that we read in verse 8, For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. Paul prayed, and he asked the Lord three times to remove this thorn in the flesh. And as he prayed, three times he beseeched the Lord, beloved brothers and sisters, asking the Lord to remove this uh, from him. You know, it reminds us of this uh, verse in uh, Mark uh, chapter 14, where the Lord himself, according to verse 32 to 41, and they came to a place in the garden of Gatshmanim. You remember when Yeshua went in anticipation to go to the tree, to go to the cross. And you know what we read. And he says unto his disciples, sit here while I shall pray. And they says, and, and he taken with him, Peter and James and John, and you remember, he began to be so amazed and to be very heavy. And he, he says unto them, My soul, exceedingly soulful unto death, tarry ye here and watch. And we read in verse 35 and onward, he asked, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me, not what I will, but thine be done. And we read that he have done so three times. He beseeched, beseeched the Lord, his Abba, his Father. And you notice, beloved brothers and sisters, the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, had to die on a shameful cross. The Holy One, the Harmless One, the Undefiled One, had to pay for the sin of this world. And so he must die. And although we read that he went again, uh, three times he prayed, and yet uh, he said at the end, Not my will, but thine be done. Now in the case of the apostle Shaul Paul, he is of course a sinner that is saved and forgiven, but God uh, really blessed him and honored him by giving him to see things uh, and to be in, in paradise, in paradisos, uh, to receive revelation beyond, no one has seen such revelations as, as Shaul Paul have seen, but yet God also knowing Paul being a, a sinner like all of us, a failing person that need grace from the Lord, 
he humbled him and he sent, he allowed him to have this as a gift he gave him, this uh, a, a thorn in the flesh, a messenger from Satan to buffet him, the lest he should be exalted above measure. Now, beloved brothers and sisters, we read in the next verses, verses 9 and 10, that God not only honored Paul, not only humbled Paul, but also he helped Paul. The Lord, Yeshua, the Messiah, helped Paul. And so we read in verses 9 and 10. Notice the after Paul said, I besought the Lord thrice, that I, that it might depart from me. Now we read in verse 9 and 10, And he, this is the Lord Jesus the Messiah, said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, Paul now continued to say, Will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Messiah, the power of Christ, may rest upon me. And so the Lord Jesus promised grace to Paul. He promised him, and he promised him, and he said to him, even though Paul asked for three times, once again and again, he asked for the departure of this thorn in his own flesh, which was much more than just a little thorn in his body, but it was an attack of that messenger, that demon that attacked Paul on an ongoing basis to seek to cause him to walk in the flesh, in his sin nature, and not to walk in light of the Holy Spirit of God. And all these attacks that he received on an ongoing basis, and we see it throughout the life of the Apostle Paul, beloved brothers and sisters, especially with the Corinthians, who attacked Paul, who turned against him. So Paul is saying, he asked from the Lord to remove it from him. And God, the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, promised grace. So the Lord provides grace. He provides grace for the Apostle Paul to be able to continue on. And so he said to him, my grace, my grace, notice that is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect through weakness. If I'm going to use you, Paul, to be my servant in a world that is filled with opposition, if I'm going to use you, I will provide you with the needed grace. It will be my grace. Remember, we already read in the Gospel of John, the law God gave to this world through his servant Moshe. But in order to provide grace and truth, he sent the Messiah himself, the Lord Jesus, the Messiah. But grace and truth came through Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. God provided grace in the person of the Lord Jesus the Messiah. And so, the Lord promised, my grace is sufficient for thee, Paul, he's saying to him. But secondly, he said, for my strength, if you 
are going to be strong in serving me here in this world. You will need my grace, and then you will have to be weakened in order to be spiritually strong. In Acts chapter 20 and verse 32, we read, Paul said, Now, brethren, to the Ephesians elders, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. It is the grace that come from God. And Paul commended the elders of the Ephesians to the word of God's grace. And God's grace is able to build us up and to help God's people to grow spiritually and be strong spiritually. So, in verses 9 and 10, beloved brothers and sisters, Paul tell the Corinthians what the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, told him. My grace is sufficient for you, Paul. Also, he said, my strength, in order to be strong, it may be perfect in weakness, in dependence upon me, Paul. If you are going to be spiritually strong, you need to be weakened, meaning that you cannot depend on yourself. You have to depend on me. It reminds me of Jacob when Yaakov returned from being away and the angel of the Lord, this is the pre-incarnate Messiah, met him. Yaakov wrestled with that man that was the pre-incarnate Messiah, Yeshua. He wrestled with him until that man, namely the pre-incarnate Messiah, touched the hollow of his thigh and caused him to be crippled. And it was only then when Yaakov, according to Genesis 32, turned around and did not wrestle anymore with that man, but he clung to him. And he said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. This is exactly what happened to us in our lives. That as long that we trust in ourselves and we are strong in ourselves, we are not going to be spiritually strong. But the only time when the Lord calls us to have some kind of challenges in our life that cause us to trust in Him, to cling to Him, to believe on Him, to depend on His grace and His strength, then the Lord can use us and help us to be spiritually minded and a blessing as we serve the Lord here in this world. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, in verse 10, Paul continued to say, therefore, this is 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 10, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses. Why, Paul, why do you say that? Well, he says in verse 10, I do so for Christ, for the Mashiach's sake. And then he says, for when I'm weak, then I am strong. 
Beloved brothers and sisters, what a lesson to learn from Shaul Paul. Dependence upon God, trusting God, depending upon the Lord Jesus, although he allow us sometimes to have thorns in our flesh. The only way that we will be able to have the grace of God and the strength of God in our life is when we cling to him. And Shaul Paul, in these 10 verses of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, presents before the Corinthians how God honored him by giving him to see many revelations that no other person have ever seen it, including to be caught up to the third heaven. But the same God, the same Lord Yeshua that honored him, he also humbled him so he can serve him. And you and I sometimes need to be humbled in order to be able to serve the Lord better. But as we are humbled by the Lord, as Paul received a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet him, that he should not be exalted above measure, then the Lord also helps along the way his servant. He helped the apostle Shaul Paul. In verse 9, he said, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. And so Paul could say now, Most gladly, therefore, I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ, the power of the Messiah may, might rest upon me. The spiritual power to serve him here on earth might rest upon him. Therefore, I take pleasures in infirmities and reproaches, in necessities, in persecution, in distresses for Christ sake for when i am weak then i am strong well beloved brothers and sisters i will conclude here with verse 10 of second corinthians chapter 12 although we read the whole chapter but beloved brothers and sisters it is amazing to see how paul appeals to the corinthians and sharing with them the experience that he had and the lesson that he learned in order that he will be able to be a servant of our Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah. Well, until the next time, my dear friends, God bless you, and we say to you all, Shalom, Shalom.